At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare zumo play is your destination for endless entertainment with a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels movies and full tv series you'll easily find something to watch right away and the best part it's all free love music get lost in the 90s with iheart 90s dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iheart radio music channels no logins no signups no accounts no hassle so what are you waiting for start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and google play stores today all you can stream with zumo play okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome in. Hour number two of the Lombardi line. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you on a Wednesday live from the South Point Hotel Casino and Spa. And we've got Major League Baseball getting underway for the Wednesday card in less than 15 minutes from now at Bush Stadium in St. Louis, where the Cardinals have taken two in a row from the Arizona Diamondbacks. And Arizona West, as you know, they broke their streak of 24 straight losses on the road last week. Well, now they're right back after it. They've lost three in a row on the road once again. And the Cardinals are huge favorites here today. Better than $2 just about across the board here at BetMGM. Minus 225 favorites on the money line with a total of nine. And my first reaction, Wes, was the Cardinals favored by that much? Right. I, I have the same reaction I understand actually why the move is being done Riley Smith who's going to be the pitcher for Arizona today was very good in kind of those long relief appearances last year 2 and 147 ERA but now that he's been moved to the starting rotation he's still pretty solid as kind of a middle reliever but if you look at his five starts this season for Riley Smith with Arizona 22 innings pitched in five starts 
That's obviously not going very long in games. 736 on the ERA and 2.9 strikeouts per nine innings. Those are absolutely abysmal marks. <laughs> Arizona's bullpen has really struggled in June. As a staff, they have a 605 ERA out of that bullpen. So you don't know how long they're going to be able to save him if he is not for long, though. However, they've been hitting a little bit better. They're averaging 4.2 runs a game. That's not too far under the league average against lefties. They've been exactly league average and actually better than their full season numbers. So they are getting Kim as a left-hander uh, for St. Louis going today. Last season as a rookie, Kim was kind of a little bit of a revelation as a 31-year-old rookie, the, the one of the older rookies that you'll find in Major League Baseball. But he was just one and five, though, so far this season. 398 on the ERA, 437 on the XFIP. That's what makes the Cardinals so hard to back heavy favorites. And and Kim's not a guy that strikes out a lot. He's not really a power pitcher. And you've got a Cardinals bullpen that has struggled. They have the worst fielding independent pitching of any bullpen in all of Major League Baseball. And plus, the Cardinals haven't been hitting. They're the fourth worst offense in Major League Baseball when you look at runs per game. 3.9.1 runs per game. Even with Goldie and Nolan Arenado in the lineup, they just have not been hitting. So at this point, I'm not going to get involved in it. We're just going to get first pitch here in about a little over 10 minutes. I could only back the Diamondbacks actually at about plus 190, plus 185 here, but there's a lot too many negatives really for both teams, and this is going to be an absolute pass for me. Ordinarily, I would look to take that getaway game day under, which is kind of where I lean because St. Louis goes on the road, Arizona goes back home. When you got an early game and two teams got to travel, that day after that game, you usually see some unders come in and it's been bet accordingly. It was nine. Now you're seeing nine minus one twenty, or even seeing some eight and a halves in the market. But this is going to put that theory to the test based on those numbers I gave on both Smith and Kim. I think the only way I could treat this Wes is maybe throw it into a lottery ticket parlay, mm-hmm. you know, throw a couple of dollars mm-hmm. on a, on a couple of long shots or something like that. But I I'm with you. It is a pass for me. I could only go with the Arizona side because the price is uh, wild, but uh, not going to get involved in that one. The Cubs at the Brewers. This will start in about an hour from now. Jake Arrieta facing Aaron Ashby. Milwaukee has won seven in a row and the Cubs have dropped five straight, and now the Milwaukee Brewers lead Chicago in the NL Central by five games for this game today at Miller Park. The Brew Crew minus 155 favorites on the money line with a total of eight and a half. Aaron Ashby was the Brewers' fourth round pick back in 2018. He's just now getting promoted to the big leagues. Actually just got promoted on June 29th, so this is going to be his debut. He's been pitching out of the bullpen for the AAA Nashville Sounds. Four and one record, 450 ERA in 12 games. Ashby's uncle actually was Andy Ashby, who played 14 years in the bigs as well. So, San Diego uh, Padre? Huh? Yes, yes, he was. So he's actually getting the money despite the fact that you don't get the number. So that tells me that the market is wanting to fade Jake Arietta. And I can kind of understand that. A 479 on the XFIP, a 532 on the ERA. It's basically a fade right now. Plus, the Cubs have gone a little cold and the Brewers are now red hot.
the Nashville Sound. I love that name for a minor league baseball club, and I've actually been to that stadium in Nashville and taken in a minor league game there. We'll see how Ashby does for the Brew Crew today. This is the Lombardi Line right here on VEASAN and VEASAN.com, the sports betting network. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you talking a little baseball. We've got a couple of games getting underway pretty soon. The Cardinals and the Arizona Diamondbacks underway just moments from now, a little less than an hour from now. It will be the Cubs and the Brewers at Miller Park and Wes, let's look at one more here that we've got coming up at 1210 Pacific, 310 Eastern Time, a nooner at Coors Field in Colorado. Herman Marquez threw a one hit shutout on Tuesday night to get past the Pirates nine to nothing. They're now up two games to none in this series over the Buckos. Today it will be Chad Cool versus John Gray. John Gray was pretty darn good in his last outing against the Brewers, but uh, the Colorado Rockies took yet another loss on the road. Again, they are at home today. Good size favorite minus 165 on the money line with a total of 11. Herman Marquez, I believe, was one of those pitchers in the uh, Steve yeah. Mackinan piece, yeah. but it's now going to be John Gray apparently going instead of Herman Marquez. Well, so. Marquez threw that one-hit shutout yeah. last night. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, uh, Gray is going to go here. Minus 160 is basically what you're seeing. John Gray, I think, has been a little bit better at home this year than he's been on the road. 397 ERA, 419 on the X so Colorado that's obviously a big favorite but we know kind of that road and home split with this team this team can't hardly win on the road ever but at home they look like an average major league baseball team at at home so you're seeing them get the money it's risen about 15 to 20 cents so I'm probably priced out of it at this standpoint but that would be one of those kind of like parlay filler games you were talking about a little bit with St. Louis which is going to go here in about eight minutes in Bush Stadium that would be maybe something I would use a little bit for for that parlay filler Colorado this is not a getaway game because Colorado stays on that homestand where they'll get the St. Louis Cardinals starting tomorrow so probably direction I'm going is Colorado and some kind of parlay with another team that'll be interesting Nolan Arenado returning home yes might be a, a something different he, than a warm He might welcome. be happy because he might be able to, he could probably still hit at that ballpark because yeah. clearly nobody else on St. Louis is doing it right now. All right, let's get one to, uh, to one of our favorite topics here, and that is the NBA playoff prop market. Uh, I split on Tuesday. I had uh, Chris Middleton to go over five and a half assists. He landed right on five in the losing effort to the Hawks, but I did get um, trying to, th- oh, Drew Holiday, I got him over one and a half three-pointers. He ended up hitting two, so so let's look at the prop market today for game six at the Staples Center between the Los Angeles Clippers and the Phoenix Suns. And we've added the points, rebounds, and assists total combined to the market here. Of course, you also have points by itself, rebounds, assists, and three-pointers made. I'll start on the Phoenix side. And I'm going to go to DeAndre Ayton, Wes. You were talking about him in your breakdown of this game a little earlier and how he's really been disappointing the last couple of games. And we figured him to be a big part of this series down low for Phoenix and why they might win this series. I think he's going to bounce back with better production tonight. His point totals at 16 and a half. I would lean to the over there. 
I also look to Chris Paul over on assists. And last game, he had eight, and that's pretty darn low for him. The number here in this market is eight and a half. I would expect him to get to at least close to double digits, and again, eight and over 16 and a half points. Yeah, I, I could certainly see both of those, and probably the props, it's going to depend on how you handicap the game a little bit. Sometimes they don't always follow suit, as evidenced by my Bobby Portis points, rebounds, and assists that I had to sweat late to be able to get that, despite the fact that he played more minutes with Giannis on the bench, but squeaked over by a half, but that's good enough to there get a go. winning ticket at least. It doesn't matter by how much, it just matters how many, right? That's right. But uh, I was looking at some of these props, and when I'm looking on the Phoenix side, and that's where I'll start there first, uh, Devin Booker under rebounds might be a direction I'm looking to go here. And I know in the playoffs, he's averaging about 6.4 rebounds and this is only 5.5. He's obviously playing more minutes. So it makes more sense as numbers are going to be up across the board. You got to think, okay, close out game. Who's your best offensive player that he's going to, that he's going to get a lot of touches, but when you look, and I know that there's a lot of rebounds available in this game when you've got a guy playing more here, and he had that triple-double in game one where he had 13 rebounds, but if you look after that game one, Booker's actually gone under this number four straight times. So the one of the reasons I think he is doing that is because obviously they need him to score a little bit more. Plus, let's not forget the injury where in that mass took that shot on the beak. And look, when you get your nose smashed in, are you really going to go barrel into the lane and kind of go for those rebounds? Or are you going to be pretty much a jump shooter? And that's what I think we've kind of seen a little bit with Devin Booker, which is why his offensive production at least is tapered off as we've gone on the series. Plus give the credits and or the Clippers credit and Ty Lue some credit for the defensive adjustments. So I like the under on the rebounds for Devin Booker at about five and a half. Uh, and that would be where I would start from a Phoenix standpoint. All right, let's move over to the Los Angeles Clippers side of the ledger here. And uh, I struggled with this one a little bit. Paul George for points is at 30 and a half. And my first reaction would be under, just off of what he did in game five, scoring 41. I would expect him to come down to earth a little bit. And you pointed it out too, Wes. Even if the Clippers win or lose this game, we expect the distribution of points to probably be widespread mm -hmm. across the roster there, more so than Paul George just shouldering the entire load here. So I might look to under on points there. But I did land on under for three-pointers. His number is at two and a half. I could see him getting one or two. I don't know if he's going to get three or four. And if we continue the theme of three-point props, I think maybe the guy, there was no player, I think, on that Clippers roster that benefited more with Zubach being absent in game five than really Marcus Morris. And yeah. Marcus Morris, I think, kind of looked healthy. He was, he was a little banged up earlier this series, wasn't 100%, looks a little bit healthy. And he had 39 minutes in that game five win. He was kind of in the mid to low 20s because of that injury and plus the fact that they're experimenting with lineups. So you're playing a lot of different different kind of wing, you know, three, four kind of hybrid players like Nick Batum. You're played cousins a little bit more against that second unit of Phoenix in the second quarter. So Morris's minutes went down, but they went up last game and look, it was kind of out of necessity, kind of with Terrence Mann when Kawhi was injured, you saw Terrence Mann's minutes go up. So I don't think it's necessarily okay. Well, he's just playing so much better. It's kind of like, well, they've got to play him. But if you look, I think he went six to seven from the floor in the first quarter and basically, you know, basically hit everything, had nine buckets, had 22 points. That was his highest uh, or second highest point total in the postseason. So 
Morris, I think, is going to have to get the minutes tonight with the Clippers so shorthanded, especially with two big guys. You need somebody also to rebound, and you just don't have anybody with Ibaka having been out all playoffs and if Zubac doesn't go tonight. So Marcus Morris is going to get the minutes. So where I would like to look at Marcus Morris is the over on the Uh, Mm three-pointers. And at one and a half, now it is kind of heavily juiced the over. I know we don't have the VIG attached there on the graphic, but it's about in the 130-ish, 140-ish range is where I've basically seen it market-wide. So if you look at at Marcus Morris and what he has done, uh, the three-point shooting can be a little bit hit or miss, but... I think he's going to hit two or three at, le- at least tonight just because he's going to get the opportunities. Uh, he, look, he played big-time minutes. If, if you look at the regular season, I think it was 14 games he played 30 minutes or more and had multiple threes in 12 of those 14 games. So that tells you he's a guy that's very much a rhythm shoot- shooter and a rhythm player overall. So if shots go in early, he's going to keep shooting them. And more often than not, they're either keep going in. Now, if they don't go in early, then he's going to keep missing them. I mean, he's very much, you know, a streaky player. So there's some risk here in this prop. But I like Marcus Morris on the over threes. All right. Here is a uh, market that Stephanie put up for us that I think uh, really has some interesting questions and will make you think a little bit. And that is who will finish with more assists in the series? An option up at our friends BetMGM are posting today. Who will have more assists for this series? Chris Paul? or Paul George. Now, Chris Paul, of course, has not played two games, so he's already a little bit behind here as far as total uh, total assists. Right now, he's got 27, and Paul George has 31. So, you know, the question is, if the Suns advance tonight, that's the last game, right? Mm -hmm. So is Paul going to be able to, is Chris Paul going to be able to eclipse Paul George, trailing currently by four assists, if there's only one game left to play, if they go seven games, you'd have to believe he will. Now, now the price is that Chris Paul will have more at minus 130. But if you think Phoenix is going to win tonight, you might want to bet Paul George take back plus 105. <laughs> kind of an interesting bet here with a few different things to think about. Yeah, and I'm probably not going to bet this, but I would lean to the Paul George side exactly for the reasons I mentioned in the first hour. With Chris Paul on the floor, as good as he was against the Nuggets, where he was fantastic in that series and has obviously been good for this team all year. The efficiency numbers have gone down with Chris Mm -hmm. Paul on the floor, as we mentioned. Uh, Probably a better defense, too, for L.A. than Denver, right? Yeah, exactly. And it's really been the pace because with Paul on the floor, they play at a 93.39 pace here in this series. With him off the floor in games one and two, it was 104.39. So it was a lot faster pace. We know that Chris Paul is not a guy that works by the hour necessarily. (laughs) He brings the ball up the floor very slowly. He takes the time to get into the offense. The half-court offensive rating for Phoenix in this series has absolutely plummeted. Got an uptick a little bit in game five, but they're scoring more with him off the floor than they are on the floor. So I just, you wonder if he is still not a hundred percent. I know he was cleared to come back after the COVID-19 protocols, but 
I don't know if he's over it. I mean, they kind of like to keep that stuff hidden, by the way, in terms of, you know, how, how sick a guy is or how healthy a guy is or isn't. So you're just seeing it in the numbers, and they're not being uh, produced. So Patrick Beverly, I think, has done a good job on him defensively and also a good job on Devin Booker. So I would actually lean on that Paul George side. I know you kind of like the Paul over assist, but I do also think Paul George not only has to be a big-time scorer, he also has to distribute. He has to get the ball to Reggie Jackson because the Clippers really don't have a pure point guard. Well, he's got a four-assist lead right now. Yes. So, I, yes. I mean, if, if the Suns close it out tonight, I think you still have a good shot with Paul George. Yeah, absolutely. And plus the fact that you've got to get other guys involved. Like I was saying, the Clippers don't have a point guard. Reggie Jackson's the closest thing to it, but he's really more of a – and I hate these terms because I'm like, guards are guards, you know. But he's kind of considered more of that combo guard. He can be a distributor, that being Reggie Jackson but a lot of times he's in there to score the basketball and that's what he's done really pretty much all series so Paul George is going to have to distribute a little bit not only to Reggie Jackson defer a little bit to Marcus Morris defer a little bit to Terrence Mann if he can get going again and find what he had in game seven against Utah where he had 39 points he only had four points last time out on two of eight shootings so you know, it's not just going to be isolation, Paul George taking shots or going into the basket every time. So that's why I kind of still lean that PG is going to maintain that assist lead. All right, let's uh, turn to the ice here. Game two in Tampa Bay between the Lightning and the Montreal Canadiens. Tampa Bay better than a $2 favorite to win game two and take a 2 nothing series lead in the Stanley Cup final. But we've got, of course, player prop markets for hockey as well. And it is involved with goal scorer props. And we've got first, any time or last. Now, you and I both know first and last is very difficult to predict. And, of course, uh, it's juicier odds on those two markets as well but anytime a goal at any time during the game is the column I like to gravitate towards Wes and we know who the uh, big guns are for the Tampa Bay Lightning Braden Point Kucherov and Steven Stamkos I would probably play Braden Point who's the favorite at plus 125 I'd probably take a shot with him and Stamkos and now Kucherov had two in game one and that's probably the reason I would go away from him here in game two maybe Montreal clamps down on defense more on him more attention is being given towards uh, Kucherov you know for whatever reason I'm not going to expect him to light up the lamp again after doing what he did in game one so I'll look to Braden Point and Steven Stamkos who's at plus 190 for an anytime goal in game two and if you're seeing that graphic I know this just came out before the or after the graphic was produced. Alex Kalorn not going to play tonight for Tampa Bay. So obviously take him off your list. So uh, and probably the books have already done that for you. So you don't have to concern yourself with that. But you can obviously see if you included Kalorn, I think the top five choices were all Tampa Bay Lightning. And why yes. not after you get a 5-1 victory? And plus the fact that we know what the Montreal Canadiens are. They're a team predicated on defense and goaltending. This is not a high-scoring team. But if I do like the Canadiens tonight, and I do, as I mentioned in the first hour, I would be looking to see where I could find some value that maybe they take that one nothing lead because we often see the team in the first period when they're down, they do have the energy. So the line that got absolutely outplayed, I mentioned, was Cole Caulfield, 
Tyler Toffoli and Suzuki and Nick Suzuki that was so good against the Vegas Golden Knights in that last series. They were not good. They were minus three here. And when we were talking with Dan Rosen from NHL.com, it's like, look, I know this is very simple analysis, but these guys got to play better mm -hmm. because they switched that second line onto that uh, uh, Philip Deneau line that Rob Pozzola was talking about, which is really their best defensive line. Philip Deneau is Montreal's best defensive center and really kind of neutralized them. So now it's up to Montreal all to kind of match what John Cooper did but I think it's going to come down to that Colefield to and Suzuki line playing together so Cole Caulfield was kind of the revelation in the Vegas Golden Knights series everybody's like who is this guy and I think VGK actually could have drafted him and passed on him so I saw a little bit of that on the Twitter chatter as I was watching this series so Cole Caulfield at plus 250 for any time goal and I don't like the first time goal but I think Montreal maybe gets the lead here early Cole Caulfield, 12 to 1, might have a little bit of value. I'll give you a long shot, and that's Gallagher for the Canadiens. He was a real pesky thorn in the side of the Vegas Golden Knights, and he kind of plays that role. He made a big turnover in game one that I know he was very disappointed about that got that second goal, I believe it was, for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Maybe looking to redeem himself here for an anytime goal on Gallagher plus 325 maybe worth a little bit of a long shot there we're coming back with more of the Lombardi line still to get to Lou Finnecaro for his take on the Stanley Cup final as well we'll also talk to Lou about the College World Series when we return right here on VEASAN the Sports Betting Network At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome back into the Lombardi line brought to you by BetMGM, Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you live from the South Point Hotel Casino and Spa on a Wednesday. And it was on Tuesday, Wes, that we were talking about the NFL quarterback passing yard prop market. And we got to a number of them looking at second year starters, future Hall of Famers, veteran quarterbacks. One market we did not get to were the young guns. And of course, the young guns behind center in the NFL certainly include Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield, Daniel Jones, and Lamar Jackson. And of course, we have numbers associated with each of these players. Josh Allen really bursting onto the scene last year, all the way to the AFC Championship, where they finally fell to the Kansas City Chiefs. His number is at 4,500, 4,500 and a half passing yards. Kyler Murray, the second highest choice there at 4,100 and a half. And on down the list, I'll ask you, of course, if anybody catches your eye, but I'll tell you first who caught my eye, and that is Kyler Murray. I would look towards the over on his number because I think every year we've seen this young man, he continues to improve, and I think their team is getting better as well, Wes. And, of course, they add DeAndre Hopkins uh, at wide receiver. Now they've added J.J. Watt on defense. They've done a number of things to make their team better, I think, each and every year. And I think they're going to be yet even more competitive in the NFC West this year. Now, that was my point yesterday when we were talking about Matthew Stafford possibly looking at the under on a very big number for him that he plays in a tough division. But maybe the number is not as inflated on Murray. He does, of course, scramble and run a lot. But I would be looking to the over because I just feel that he and his team continues to improve. And I could certainly see that, obviously, Hopkins returns. They've added AJ Green. Now yeah. who knows what he I think he has still something left in the tank. And Green and Hopkins and Christian Kirk, who was that second round pick back in 2018 out of Texas AM, will certainly get most of the touches in the headlines. But one guy to watch out for the Arizona Cardinals is Rondale Moore yes. out of Purdue. That little yes. receiver who they get in space a lot. And I think he is going to have a lot of catches. So if you're like a DFS player or a week to week prop player, keep an eye on Rondale Moore, he could be a guy that gives you a big score. So I'm not in disagreement with you on Kyler Murray, but I'm going to go to the bottom here. And I know I've been a little lukewarm on the Baltimore Ravens this year because I've been a little higher on the Cleveland Browns, but Lamar Jackson over 3,200 yards. And I know that that's a big leap considering what he did last year, only had 2757 and the Baltimore Ravens were dead last in passing offense, but they're trying to get this guy help. If you really look at what they've done, they drafted two receivers that are probably going to get a lot of run Rashad Bateman in the first round, Tylon Wallace out of Oklahoma state. They've got a really good young receiving core. Of course, you remember miles Boykin, who I believe was the third round pick out of Notre Dame in the 2019 draft. Of course you have Marquise Hollywood Brown, Sammy Watkins went there too. And right? also Sammy yeah. Watkins as a, and, and he was a free agent signee. So that gives them experience, but they've got some really good young receivers and some really quick guys 
guys. We know Lamar can obviously make plays with his legs. I don't think that they're going to totally neutralize him from that standpoint and say, okay, if we need a third and 10 and nothing's there, go ahead and tuck it and run. You're not going to take away a guy's strength. I mean, you really want to strengthen a strength. So, but I do think Lamar Jackson does have to take the leap in terms of the passing game. If the Baltimore Ravens are going to be a contender, we know they've got a quality defense. We know they have quality coaching with John Harbaugh, Greg Roman, now the offensive coordinator and uh, uh, Wink Martindale has always been a solid defensive coordinator. So this Baltimore team is really solid and they draft very well. It's like every year when we're doing the draft analysis, it's like another good pick for the Baltimore Ravens. It's like that is such a Ravens pick with, uh, you know, Ozzie Newsom still a part of that in terms of player personnel and his son Vince Newsom is also in the front office. So they've really built this team well. But the whole key is going to be Lamar Jackson, and he's got to make some plays through the air. So I know 3,200, it almost seems like too easy to say go over. But when you look at his past numbers at under 2,800 yards last year, this is a big jump. But I think they've added enough talent there in Baltimore. So over on Lamar Jackson. for me. I think it makes sense. And it seems like in the NFL, you know, it's always seesaw. If he's that low, then you're getting value on the over, even though you see a big jump in the number like that. What about Baker Mayfield really? quick last year he had 3,563 passing yards the number this year is at 3850 3850 and a half I, I'm looking under there he's got such a great running game mm-hmm. it seems like that number's inflated because there's such expectations yeah the expectations the you took the words right out of my mouth the expectations are now priced in on the Cleveland Browns where some even consider them the favorite here in the AFC North so I don't think you're getting a lot of value there at 3850 no I, I think you and I both like the Browns this year but uh, I, I'd be looking towards under on Baker Mayfield passing yards we'll come back and it's time to join Lou Finicaro here on the Lombardi line we'll be right back at v NHL and NBA playoffs are here and our experts are covering every angle to find betting edges. Decent hockey expert Andy McNeil's tracking all the NHL action and our senior NBA analyst Jonathan Von Tobel has all the hoops in sights. Our experts and the entire Beeson team give you all the tools to make the most of every bet on the playoffs including odds and analysis for every game on Beeson.com and our daily members only best bet emails. Now's the time to cash in on the playoffs by signing up for your 10 day free trial. Go to vcin.com slash subscribe. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you inside the Lombardi line here on a Wednesday. And time now to speak with Lou Finicaro. You can follow him on Twitter at GamBlue. And you can also find his latest UFC article in this week's edition of Point Spread Weekly. Good morning to you, Lou. I want to start with the College World Series. I absolutely love this event. And every time it's on, every summer I say, I got to go to that one of these years. And I'm going to do it. Maybe you and I together make a trip down to Omaha. But we have a decisive final champion 
championship game for Wednesday, 4 o'clock Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, between Vanderbilt and Mississippi State. We expect it'll be Kumar Rocker facing Will Bednar. Both of these kids off of uh, just a short rest here, Kumar with four days, Bednar with three days. Now, these have been very lopsided games. Game one goes to Vanderbilt 8-2. to two. Game two goes to Mississippi State 13-2. to two. What do you expect out of the championship match this evening? Well, uh, first of all, guys, thanks for having uh, me on. I love to talk about the College World Series. And uh, interesting, yes, uh, we have a situation where five of the last six champions at the College World Series lost their first game. That looks at uh, puts Mississippi State in pretty good light. I think there's something to be said for momentum of winning that second game and coming into the second. Uh, yes, Mississippi State's played more games, but their engines are all lubed up and warm. Uh, Vandy, not only did they have to get there unusually, but they've only played three games before uh, the series. So uh, while I think there could be a little bit more pressure on Vandy, I think that their uh, pitching staff is also a little bit thinner. And so for many reasons, I look at this game line pretty close to pick and, and realize I think that the makers have it correct. Mississippi State has every chance to win this baseball game. And, Lou, I'm with you because we were talking about this series yesterday when when Mississippi State was down 1-0 and obviously blown out in game one that maybe the better route is to take the series price, which I believe is around 350 out there because now you have the two guys, obviously, Rocker on the Vanderbilt side, Bednar on the Mississippi State side, where they're both on short rest and Bednar on three days, Rocker on four days. But Landon Sims just, to me, seems to be the difference maker in this series because you have the best closer, I think, in all of college baseball. And if Bednar cannot go that long, I mean, they want to get at least five innings out of him because Sims is a guy that's not just like a closer where he only pitches the ninth inning. This is a guy who can go multiple innings and has done so, so far in this postseason. So I just, the bullpen edge just gives it to Mississippi State for me. No question, depth of pitching, and Mississippi State has used that all year long and even in their first series uh, against Vandy. So that's what we're going to see. We're going to see numerous pitchers, and and quite honestly, Sims, we could see in the fourth inning, they'll he'll be quick to pull the young man if they, in fact, start Bednar. Uh, but these are young kids. They're horses. Both are physical and strong. I look for both and each to be effective, I think, in the end. End of the, at the end of the day, uh, I think Vandy's lack of offense at, at times Vandy can get to rely on those two aces, lighter and rocker, and not put up runs. And I think that could be the difference tonight. I, I think the crowd is all Mississippi State. Not only are there a lot of Mississippi State fans there, but Omaha loves an underdog. And I just think there's a lot going for Mississippi State uh, into this game tonight. Lou, any opinion on the total? We've seen 25 runs scored in the first two games, and yet your total for this final championship game is 7.5, and, and it's juiced to the under. Uh, you think it stays under? Is that the direction you're headed or not so fast? No, not so fast. Even in their series in April, there were two seven to four games. These teams know each other and they put up runs. So I'm going to trust that the thing goes over. It's seven and a half. I've seen some eights, seven and a half and eights a good number in baseball. I'd go over that. 
Lou, uh, game two of the Stanley Cup Finals. We will move on. Stay in Tampa Bay for the second game. Tampa Bay 5-1. to one. Dominant score, maybe not as dominant in terms of the advanced metrics if you want to look at it, but it's certainly being reacted to. Now starting to see Tampa Bay 210, minus 215, take back on Montreal, plus 180, plus 185. I know you've been high on the lightning, but this is a big jump, and we have seen the Canadians when they looked like they got outclassed in game one against VGK. They rallied and won game two and won it with relative ease, not saying this is going to be easy, but this is a big number on the Montreal Canadians do you play against what could be the overreaction to or do you think the reaction is justified uh, I think quite honestly my system says that it's all Montreal tonight the road team and you're getting some positive value there um, however my eye test says all Tampa Bay and uh, what the way I really want to go on this series is I want to go with the totals because we saw Montreal down 3-1 with Toronto win that series. And so what I know from Montreal is there's no quit in this team. So if they get down 0-2 or even 0-3, they're not going to quit. And if they don't quit, they only have one way to win, and that's Carey Price on out and keep these games low. So if I can count on a concerted Canadian effort night in and night out, I think I'm going to relish on these numbers being five and take to the under. In fact, what I would say is I would even go so far as to look at the Westgate under four and a half is a plus 155. I'm going to find that prop and I'm going to go under four and a half the rest of this series based on the fact that I know I'm going to get Canadian effort but I don't trust them to win but one or two games against this talented Tampa team. Lou, just about 30 seconds left here. Do you have an opinion on the exact result of the series? Tampa Bay in five, Tampa Bay in four, Tampa Bay in six. Anything like that at a nice plus price? Yeah, I would I would go to six and hope that Montreal can win a couple games. I, I want Canada to do well. But at the end of the day, Tampa's going to win this series. All right, my friend. Great to talk to you as always. Enjoy the hockey tonight and, of course, the College Baseball World Series. I hope you have two TVs, Lou. I got uh, kind of Marty Feldman eyes. I'm watching everything. <laughs> very good. Very good. That, that paints a picture for me, sir. All right. We'll talk to you next time, Lou. Thanks for coming on with us as always. Thanks for having me, guys. All right. That is Lou Finicaro. Check him out in Point Spread Weekly and also on Twitter at GamBlue. We wrap it up with Mitch Lawrence, some NBA talk, talking Milwaukee Bucks, Atlanta Hawks, and also Phoenix Suns, Los Angeles Clippers as we finish up the Lombardi line right here on VSIN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Turn a $1 wager on the Clippers or the Suns into $100 with BetMGM if either team hits a three-pointer. Just use the bonus code VEASAN100 when you sign up for the king of sportsbooks and get ready for showtime. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com for more details. Make sure to use the promo code VEASAN100. It's a new customer offer paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia. Virginia, Washington, D.C., or West Virginia only. Please gamble responsibly if you have a problem. Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, and Washington, D.C. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. In Tennessee, 800-889-9789 and 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. The promotional offer is not available in Nevada. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you wrapping up the Lombardi line. Next, we throw it down to the Circa Resort and Casino for the Nuts with a Paul Shaw and Mike Palm, but first some NBA talk with an old friend. Been a while since he's joined us here, at least spoken with you and I, Wes, and that is Mitch Lawrence. He is a host of SiriusXM's NBA radio. You can also find him on Mad Dog Radio. Good to speak with you again, Mitch. How you doing? I'm doing great, guys. Getting ready for a big game. I think tonight the Suns close out the Clippers. I don't know how you feel, but I think the Chris Paul and the guys know that no more messing around. They can't afford to take this uh, to a seventh game because anything could happen there. So I think they look to close out, and I like their chances big tonight when they go back to L.A. Well, I want to dive into that game a little deeper here, but before we do, Mitch, let's go to what we saw on Tuesday night, and unfortunately the big story was another injury, and this is just an incredible amount of injuries we've seen to star players now, unfortunately, in this NBA postseason, and and we talk about it from a betting perspective a lot, the fallen hero theory, that, you know, the big star 
car goes down and the rest of the troops rally around and they put forth an effort. And we saw that out of the Atlanta Hawks on Tuesday night. And we've seen it time and time again in this NBA playoffs from a number of different teams. Do you expect that's going to happen for the Milwaukee Bucks again when they go to game five back home on their home floor? Or is missing Giannis just too much to overcome? Well, they're not going to have a choice. I think he's probably out for a long time because this is his third major problem with the same knee dating back about 16 months, back to a year ago in March, uh, where he had a, a problem with his left knee. And you saw what happened last night. It doesn't look good. So they're not going to have a choice, which means that they got to get the ball to the right people, which you can't count on the Bucks to do. I mean, last night, even before he got hurt, they were awful. He got hurt. They, it was uh, two and a half quarters into the game. They only had 52 points. He was starting to look like he was starting to get better in terms of uh, being more of a factor. But I can't explain what happened to them other than they looked at Atlanta and said, well, Atlanta, you know what? We're just going to go in there and win because they don't have Trey Young. And you call it the, what do you call it, the uh, fallen hero thing? It used to be the wounded tiger theory that Dick Motta used to talk about back in the 80s where, you know what happens to a wounded tiger? They're at their most dangerous right away. But after a while, the wounded tiger will go down. But you don't want to catch a team without its big star right away because they bandied together. I mean, you saw the way the Hawks did last night. They played tremendous, especially in the backcourt of Lou Williams and Bogdanovich. They scored more points together in the first three quarters of that game last night than the two had combined in the first three games. And so they got great play, a lot of great uh, guys were depending on each other. It wasn't The ball wasn't stuck in Trey Young's hands. And by the way, that hasn't been too bad of a formula anyway. But, yeah, the Bucks it looks like it's not. they're not going to have a choice because I would doubt that uh, we'll see Giannis again. And, uh, Mitch, to your point, uh, when we were looking at that game plan, Coach Bud uh, taking a lot of heat, and I think rightfully so, has made some questionable moves certainly in this series. And going into last night, going uh, after game three, the Bucks I think, were shooting like 70% at the rim. They've been really able to get what they want. But then when you look at it, and part of it was that they were behind uh, a lot of the game last night, but 8 of 39 from the three. We know this three-point shooting for this team can be very, very much hit or miss. And I know it's going to take a dip without Giannis, but it would seem to me that the Bucks they got to find a way to get the ball to the rim and get to the foul line and just can't rely on threes. I know that's the, the league today, pace and space and shoot as many threes as you can, but I don't think that's a recipe for Milwaukee, even though without Giannis, even though it's not confirmed, they're still a very small favorite in terms of the betting price of the series, but a very small favorite at that through four games. Well, you're right. I think, you know, the startling thing about the beginning of last night and when they were so bad offensively was here they came off their best quarter in a long time in the playoffs in terms of what happened in the key quarter in game three where they outscored uh, the Hawks 30 to 17 and Chris Middleton had 20 points and they got him the ball got it in his comfort zone. He had 20 points in that fourth quarter. It looked like they had finally solved things in terms of playing smarter, playing better, kind of knowing what the situation called for, and then they go back and have a game like last night. you got to remember something about all these teams that we have left, the four teams. Nobody's won a title. They're all trying to figure it out. You don't have guys who have won rings who can instruct that. You have a guy like a Ty Lue, the coach. But I'm talking about major floor players. There's nobody in these playoffs who has – been through it, who's won a ring, who can, especially in a team like Milwaukee, can figure out offensively, guys, this is what we have to do. We've got to you know, get the ball, like you said, get the ball to where our players have their best chances of scoring, and they don't do it a lot. So then you see, what, a feast or famine type of offense. 
And it really, I mean, it comes back to uh, Milwaukee. It's 2-2. But with Giannis going down and, you know, Trey Young, we'll see what happens if he comes back. But if Giannis is gone, I would think that the way it looked like to everybody and and the history with this knee, uh, he he probably won't be back. I just don't know if Milwaukee can beat Atlanta without Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah, I think you make a good point there, Mitch. Uh, All of these teams, all four of them left, do not have that championship experience on their roster. Let's switch over. That's huge. Yeah, It really is, and I I hadn't thought of it. And I know it's new blood, and we understand that, but you're right. They don't have that necessarily that locker room leader that uh, we've seen with championship teams in the past. Let's flip over to Game 6 in Los Angeles tonight at the Staples Center, and you already talked about the fact that you kind of lean towards the Suns here. If you look at the better market the odds makers are split down the middle it's a pick'em game there's a few shops out there that have the suns favored by one point there's a few shops out there that have the clippers favored by one point you kind of lean towards the phoenix side tell me why my friend well like i said i think that chris paul now he hasn't had great playoff success we know that he's trying to get to his first finals but i think his leadership uh, what he's going to impart to these guys is he's been in situations where he's lost a 3-1 lead, and they were up, you got to remember, in terms of being up 3-1 to one when they won that crazy game. They only scored 34 points in game four in the, in, in the second half. And I think they're going to lean on him to provide the leadership to say, we got to close these guys out. We have a way to beat them. We have to play our game. They don't have Kawhi Leonard. They don't have Zubac. Uh, you know, the Clippers do depend a lot on three-point shooting, too. We have to, you know, I think, I think the approach that they took, and Monty Williams got into this after the, after the loss of the game the other night, was that, you know, we just didn't have the type of intensity and, and play with that type of focus you need when you're closing out a series because we all know it is the most, you know, the hardest game to close out is the elimination game. And so I just, I just have a lot of faith that they can get this done. And, again, you don't want to put it, you know, make it a best of one, a winner-take-all series, game seven on your home floor because, look, We've seen it. Injuries happen in these playoffs, and who's to say it wouldn't strike Phoenix at the wrong time? So if you can get get if you can take care of your opponent as quickly as you can, uh, that's the prudent way to go. And I know it sounds, you know, like well, okay, but I think they're going to realize that, and I think they're going to come out with more focus on the road and a lot more intensity, and they're going to really play a better game mentally than they did the other night. Mitch on the Clippers side, and I haven't seen any confirmation as of this morning in terms of Zubac. He did miss game five, gave him a little bit of a spark a couple games ago. Obviously, without him, they have absolutely zero size because DeMarcus Cousins, we know what he's kind of good for, and that's going against that second unit where he can still get you some buckets against Dario Saric in that second group for Phoenix. But do you anticipate that Zubac is going to play tonight? And if so, do you think that that's necessarily better for the Clippers? or are they better with this small ball uh, really going forward? Because DeAndre Ayton, just if you noticed in game one and game two, and I'm sure you did, he was an absolute beast and they couldn't stop him, but he's been ineffective, I think, in the last few games. Yeah, he has. He has. And sometimes, you know, they're playing a much, you know, the Clippers know they're playing a much different opponent than they saw in Rudy Gobert in Utah. Ayton's a much better offensive player, much more of a threat than Rudy Gobert is. Um, I haven't heard anything. You probably have the latest. You guys are on top of it more than I am right now in terms of if they'll have Zubox. Um, it just seems like 
guys, the, the, the odds of winning a playoff series against a really good team, I mean, Phoenix reeled off nine straight wins at one point. We know what they've done this postseason. The odds of winning a game against a team like that where you keep on getting depleted. You don't have Kawhi Leonard, and it's amazing that all that the Clippers, to me, it's amazing that they've gotten back in this series and they've actually won a couple games without him. Uh, and then he loses Zubak, and he comes back. We don't know if he's going to be how diminished he'll be, if he's going to be uh, compromised at all. The odds are you're not going to get out of that series alive. So I, I think the longer you play, I think uh, even if Zubak is available, I still think Phoenix Suns are the, are the better team. Let's close it out. All right, Mitch, uh, we've got just about 30 seconds. We've got to let you go, but I want to get a prediction out of you. Of course, we have four teams remaining uh, headed towards the NBA Finals. It will be the final two here momentarily. The finals will get underway on July 8th. Who is your pick to win it all this year out of the four teams that are left? Um, I've been picking Phoenix for the last, uh, it seems like the last four or five uh days or a week or so just the way you look any team that wins nine games in a row in the playoffs is a special team uh they've got the floor leadership and, and chris paul they've got a great team with everybody's accepting of their roles and i think the other teams you're looking at especially you know milwaukee i don't think they have a chance to get to the finals without Giannis. and if atlanta gets there which would be a tremendous story i think the phoenix has a better team than the atlanta Hawks, more experienced at least at the at the key positions all right, Mitch, great to talk to you as always. Uh, you can find Mitch Lawrence at SiriusXM NBA Radio and also Mad Dog Radio. Enjoy the rest of the NBA playoffs, Mitch, and we'll talk to you again here on VSIN. Thanks for having me. Thanks, guys. All right, that is Mitch Lawrence. Next up, that is going to do it for us, Wes. We're done. We're out of here. Thank you to Stephanie Kamershack as well. Next up, it is the Nuts down at the Circa Resort and Casino with Mike Palm and Amal Shah. Stick with us at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.